Hello, everyone. Welcome to Supernatural Junkies. I'm Super Alex. I'm Dr. Kevin, and I am natural today. I guess that means that I will be the junkie. He is definitely got a lot of junk. Wait a minute. I think there might be somebody else here. Yeah, don't leave me off. You, Who's that? Who's that? Who is that? This is Dr. Dosha, and I'm lifting it up spiritually. That's right. right. He's pumping you up spiritually. Yeah, he pump you up. We are here. And he we here. are... With Supernatural Junkies. Welcome to Supernatural Junkies. This is Alex. And before I introduce anyone else, I want to take a moment out just to ask you guys to do us a huge favor. Just like Sound of Freedom, I got tons of word of mouth and that's how it became the success that it is today. You know, this podcast, we want everyone to hear this information. And one of the reasons you guys are here is because you want to hear this information. If you could please take a moment to share this podcast, if you could also write a review, because when you do things like this podcast, especially you live and die by those reviews, the, that it, the more reviews we have um, helps the algorithm find us and helps our podcast get more distribution. It helps it get seen on places. And we could really use the help because we want people to get this information, and I have to believe if you're here listening to this, you want other people to know about this as well. So please, if you could share this podcast with your friends, we would really appreciate it. In the meantime, we are here today with Dr. Kevin. Wait, Dr. Dozier has to go first today because he always gets the, he doesn't get to choose. Okay. He's at the end. He's got to go first today. All right. Well, I didn't choose one. So <laughs> Dr. D, it's up to you. Welcome. And what do you want to be today? I'm going to be super. Oh, he nice. is super. Ooh, right super. out of the box. <laughs> yeah. right. Coming to the cream, we, going to the crop. We have Dr. O with us as well. Who are you? What I'm going to be the junkie. Oh, wow. I thought I was going to have to oh, be the junkie. I have to be so natural today, I guess. I'll be supernatural. That was Dr. <laughs> Kevin. All right. Okay. Uh, we have another heavy subject again today. So um, just a warning. We're going to be talking about some things less probably than the last podcast. So. Well, I think it's hmm. going to be really stimulating for everybody today because, you know, this is one of those episodes where when I think about what's happening in the world today and we think about the sound of freedom, we think about sex trafficking, we think about evil happening in the world, there's a part of us that we're all struggling to believe that this is really happening. Sure. And so you can't help, but what did they do? What did they brand everything? This is some kind of conspiracy theory, Right. And the minute they do that, they somehow marginalize. But I want you to think about something. There are only two ways anything happens in the world. Either someone conspires to do it, or it happens by accident. So you look around yourself, and you ask yourself, did somebody conspire to do what's happening here in America? Do we have an enemy that would conspire to do something like this? Or did this just accidentally happen? Did you know you can't be a Christian and not believe in conspiracy theory? Because the Bible teaches 
that there was a conspiracy against God, mm-hmm. and it led to a rebellion. Mm-hmm. And so we, of all people, should understand that there is a war going on in the world. And it is this conspiracy that is also happening right now in front of our eyes, in front of our nation, in front of the world, that Satan is conspiring against God and his people and the one nation in the world that was founded, founded, as we found out with the Harbingers, founded on God, his word, and a country that committed itself to him. And you can see the judgment can begin where? In the house the house of the the Lord. Lord. Mm -hmm. And so this is why our enemies know this. When you watch that movie called Enemies Within Mm. and Enemies Within the Church by Trevor Loudon, these are two must-watch movies. And the most impactful part of that first one, when he talks about the enemies within, is he talks about how China was studying us. You see, when you're number one, people study you. And they study you for a reason. Because they want to bring you down. They want what you have. Just like last time we talked about Hezekiah. God gave him a miracle, a blessing. And he had so much treasure. And what did he do? He showed it to the Babylonians. And one day, they came back and took it. And that is the prophetic of what were happening in America. And we've had a light in America that has caused all of the darkness to hide. But now this hiding is coming out. And that's how they have had their symbols of who they are and what they are from our Washington Capitol to our $1 bill. Two great movies by Chris Pinto, Riddles in Stone, right? Eye of the Phoenix, okay? Those are some great movies to watch to show you that what's happening in the world today is prophetic of these symbols. And you think, well, what do you mean symbols? What's the little fish we all put on our car? What did people do? They would just draw that in the sand, right? And then the other person would come up and draw the other side. Why did they do? Why did they have to have a symbol? Because Christianity was illegal. Mm-hmm. They had to have a way of communicating. They made and did this through symbols. And that's exactly what Satan has been doing since this all happened. So when we talk about the last few podcasts where we're talking about something very evil happening in the world with sex trafficking, we have to ask ourselves, is there an evil in the world that would do something like this? Could the United States be guilty of being involved? And so before we get rolling here, because you can see I am, I'm excited about today, (laughs) we have to get Dr. Dennis to read us a verse and calm me down. (laughs) You were going there, Doc. I was just going to let you go. Well, let's go back to the original conspiracy. We're going to go back to Genesis chapter 3. Now, the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said you shall not eat of it, nor shall you touch it lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that in the day that you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. 
That was the original conspiracy that caused the fall. We know that she took the fruit and gave it to her husband, and they both ate it, and their eyes were open. And that's when evil entered the planet. And we hear so much about, if there's a loving God, how come there's so much evil in the world? Well, because in order to be loving, you have to give man free will. And man chose on their own doing what to do. And they chose to disobey God. And now we know the difference between good and evil. Dr. Dozier, what are you going to say about that verse? When you look at that particular verse, that passage, uh, what we can see is man going from one state to another, from a state of being in the image and likeness of God, uh, like you know, being holy, being pure, being undefiled, to now a state, when you go to Genesis 5, you'll see uh, a lower state. It tells us that Adam's children were born in his likeness and in his image. Uh, it is insulting to say that all of humanity is in the image and likeness of God. Uh, Adam was created, but then we, were, we took on the nature of Adam. And so there are those who uh, look at God or those who look at how things are today and say, well, if there's God, why is this? How could there be a God when all these things are happening? Uh, all we have to do is go to the last verse in the book of Judges. And it says there in those days there was no king. They had no ruler, no, no leader over them. And every man did that which was right in his own eyes. Every man fashioned whatever it was that they pleased to do or they desired to do according to their own mental fact, faculty, their own mental structure, their way of seeing things. So this is not a God problem. This is a human problem. And today the human is making it worse and worse and worse. You know, and so as I try and sit down and I try and I want you to embrace the idea that more going, there's more going on than meets the eye. Mm. That, that there has been some secret, you know, people and societies and so on and so forth that, that are really making an influence here. And Dr. Dozier was telling me a story not too long ago that was, oh, man, well, you have to hear it from his lips. Tell us about these black cars. Okay, just a few years ago, I was uh, talking with a man who uh, had just returned from uh, one of the countries in Central America. I'll leave it there, country in Central America. Uh, and... Uh, they were doing some missionary work, pretty much out in the jungles, the bush. And one night while they were out there, he and the person that was from the area who was with him, he told me that some vehicles began to come up and they hid. They hid uh, out there, you know, among the, the bushes and jungle. And when he was telling me this, he was, he, was, he was pretty shaky. And he was looking around. 
uh, and he said first there was a white car up front. He said there were two black vehicles behind that, then yet another car. And I asked him, did he know who they were? And he told me the, the white car was from one country, the two black cars, either SUVs, they were from another country, and then a vehicle behind them. And I asked him, what were they doing? And he told me that they were sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. They, were, they were working something out mm-hmm. on sex trafficking. And had they known they were out there, they would have most likely been killed. Uh, of course, coming from my lips, this is like secondhand information. But this is what was spoken to me, somewhat paraphrased, but this is what was spoken to me. Uh, and to see a man in pretty much why he's talking to me in that somewhat fearful state, it tells you just how serious this matter was to him. And it's a serious matter today. And so again, we can't show you the video, guys. But guess what? An AI could probably generate a video that somebody might actually believe in something really bad happening. So to back that up, there's a former Marine named Michael Herrera. He's gone on record talking about this. You can find find him on a podcast. Just type in his name. Uh, so he, he said his group was, they were voluntold, right, um, that they had to go over to Indonesia to provide humanitarian aid in 2012 because a natural disaster happened. While he was there, they were not given any communication, ways to communicate with anyone, but it was just him and a small crew. And they were given very little supplies, but they were told to clear areas. Even their weapons um, they had were just rudimentary at best, right? Because they were said, this is just going to be you going. They dropped them in the middle of a jungle in Indonesia and said, clear the area, make sure it's safe for supply drops. Um, While they were there, it says um, they, they were dropped down low and they went to a higher area to, to check out, to make sure everything was safe. When they did that, they noticed in a clearing, another supposed military group was there that were better dressed, better armed, had vehicles, had everything, way better weapons and a lot more of them. He said, but they were undisclosed uniforms. They were um, all black. black. Well, they were right, exactly. And they were wearing all black in the way that black ops do so that you can tell they're military, but you don't know what rank and you don't know who they belong to. He said, um, they noticed that there was four the size of Connex trailers. They were basically giant cylinders. And he asked somebody later what they were. And they said they are to store human beings for transfer, for human sex trafficking, right? Um, and the other uh, Marine guy that he was talking to said, yeah, we know that that's, that happens. They'll go into areas with natural disasters under the guise of providing humanitarian aid, these you know black ops groups. And they will pull the people because that's when they're in the most need, right? They're separated. They're in the most need of help. They'll go there promising them this, and then they take them and use them for trafficking purposes. He says that is actually a pretty common tactic. So what Dr. D is saying is backed up by this Marine. And you can there are other stories about this you can find online. Uh, Ryan Montgomery's podcast, he has a lot of the former military guys on there who talk about this. So that falls right in line. Well, 
Where do you think we're going from there? I mean, well, you know, think about it. it's our government that's going over there and taking these people <laughs> that nobody knows about. The same thing with the border crossing. Just in the last year alone, there's been 85,000 unaccompanied minors that have crossed over into the United States that they have somehow, immigration has lost track of. So we're going to we're going to yeah. keep going back to that statistic because you think about, you know, when when uh, all the accusations that keep flying back and forth between administration and administration and yet nobody is pointing out the obvious. So why I'm going to ask you the question, do you really believe that there's an entity in the world that could do something like this that would really hide that is behind the scenes, right? So first of all, I'm going to bring up the obvious. If you don't know who the World Economic Forum is, well, then you don't know what's happening in the world because we have Klaus Schwab telling you that in 2030, you will own nothing. And, and like that, it. And you will be happy mm -hmm. about that. And that China is the new regime that we're really going to rule the world. That's what he's saying. Then we have, of course, Noah Harari saying, thanks to vaccines, humans are now hackable animals. The idea that you have a soul, right, or free will, that's over. So if that's not conspiracy, these are people that are telling you what they plan to do to you. So the next question is, we just had another World Economic Forum and a big stink that came out of there. And again, it's difficult to substantiate what I'm going to say right now. But we have a report of a paper that was presented talking about how one of the things that could save humanity is basically underage people. Okay, in other words... This violates this age gap love. They're presenting pedophilia as age gap love. Or minor attracted persons. Or minor attracted persons. And again, of course, these minor attracted persons can't have what? Children, which is what they view as the biggest obstacle to the human race, is what? The population. So anything that brings the population down, that's why the push for all these alternatives to actual normal intercourse. Do you see what I'm saying? Now, when you Google some of this stuff, okay, what you're going to find out is they're going to go on and say, well, that's not true. And here's why they say that. Number one, they're going to go, well, if you do a Google search, you can't find anything. That's, that's your evidence, <laughs> right? Now, about 10 years ago, I was typing in some just basic scriptures specifically about the mark of the beast and i did three of them in a row and i even put verse bible verse and quoted it it would not let me find one of them and that was when i finally switched to DuckDuckGo. and now i've been using brave i had a situation where DuckDuckGo. i was looking at an author this was one of the harvard professors that was quoted in an article talking about some of the issues with covid and how people are dying and so on and so forth and i had the quote and I put this quote in, none of the search engines would show this up. And I finally put it into Brave, and it came up the first one. So what we have now is we have search engines where people are out there doing research, just like Alex was saying. It's almost impossible to find some things out because they're now controlling the information. That's why he says, no Harari talking about that, that humans are now hackable human beings because we can control the information. And see, that's why the Bible calls us to love God's word. There's only one way you can know what's happening in the world, and it's in your Bible. You have to start there because that's where all the truth really comes from. So even though we can't exactly fabricate or unfabricate the story, the other reasoning that they used was that the World Economic Forum never put out any published statements regarding that. 
Now, that in no way says that they did or didn't say what they said when they were there. So you start to see here, we get into these very murky waters. But let's get out of the murky waters. Let's deal with something the New York Times says. It says that pedophilia is not a crime. No, the author that wrote this article says, yes, I had to make sure it wasn't a fake headline. The New York Times really did publish an article titled, Pedophilia, a Disorder, Not a Crime. In the 2014 op-ed piece, he argued that 1% of the male population's find themselves sexually attracted to prepubescent children. So if there are 159,400, I'm sorry, 159,410,000 males in the United States, that would mean there are approximately 1,594,100 male pedophiles throughout the nations. And it argues that this causes harmful misconceptions when it comes to pedophilia. So literally what they're saying here is that without legal representation or legal protection, a pedophile cannot risk seeking treatment or disclosing his status to anyone for support. And that's their entire argument. So we have the New York Times telling you this isn't anything but what? It's not a crime, right? These are not the drones you're looking for. These are not the droids <laughs> well, you're looking for. Right, but think, okay, so one of the reasons this happens is because when we go as far as to say, if someone is gay or if somebody thinks they're whatever, the non-binary, transsexual, well, they were born that way. They can't help it. The, the reason why it's really important that we keep pushing that on everyone, right, is so that when it comes to a minor attracted person, pedophile, they say, oh, I was born like this. I can't help it. Like, if we have to accept the other, then we also have to accept that, right? Because that's where this this really slippery slope well, starts was, to lead. Yeah, that was the rabbit hole that was yeah. that was, was talked about when they were passing the gay yeah. marriage bill. Well, right. Ted, that Ted it was talks go, that it was going to open up that and you know, it right. did that, that and it did. Worms. But Ted talks actually, somebody went on there and did a whole like I'm a pedophile and you know I'm a mi I mean I'm sorry <laughs> they said I'm a minor attracted person. Minor uh, attracted. Person. Yeah, maps. There are maps. Um, <laughs> And this age to, gap love of ours. I, seriously, but I, okay. So what I want you guys to do is because I was looking for the house that had the all the um, pedophile art, the millionaires. I forget which what? house. Yeah, and they had all this art hanging up, and so I just did a really quick search to try and find out whose house it was because it there it's out there. You can find it. But type in pedophile pedophilia or ped art pedo art. Oh my gosh, you can find all kinds of stuff on that, but heaven forbid you find anything on child sex trafficking. Like literally, I clicked one of the links and it shows you some well, art. Who's, po who's posing for the for the art? Uh, no, it's a lot of them are just um, like paintings oh. or drawings or you know, um, it, it's it's strange, right? It's some of them are abstract in nature, but it's still considered pedo. It shows a child being abducted, pedo art. But you can find that stuff, no problem. So well, I was well, one thing I was it's because you were talking about this legal stuff and, and so forth and the New York Times coming out with that. But I remember a couple of years ago there being some controversy about the California bill SB 145 where people were saying that it legalizes pedophilia. So according to Reuters, and this is their fact check, it says California bill does not legalize pedophilia. The posts on Facebook claim that SB 145, a bill passed by California State Senate on August 31st, 2020, seeks to legalize pedophilia. This claim is false, as the bill is intended to reform the state sex offender registry to be fairer <laughs> to young LGBT adults who may be in 
technical, should be air quotations, technical violation of the statutory rape laws. Why? Oh, so let's change Wait, the what? law. You know, statutory rape is having yeah, no, sex I know, below an adult, the age but it's, of consent. But it clearly says right. an adult, right? Well, well it says, <clears throat> it, that, it, it says yeah. that, uh, that these... If they these, do statutory rape, this should be okay. Well, it, it's, this claim is false as the bill is intended to reform the state's sex offender right. registry right. to be fairer to young adults lgbt adults yeah. who made technical being technical who raped a child right or who who what? slept with a child like oh that so was a when mistake did, when did pedophilia is, become part of lgbtq <laughs> well it did it became that when they said once we accepted that people were born this way the minute we accepted that, the, the, the murderers and the rapists and the pedophilias have always been saying that they were born this way. There is right. no in proof. No, There's in, no in genetic no way proof they, of that. In no way do they have any moral responsibility. Yeah. You see? I was born this way. And then we have the, G, uh, the BTQ part. Well, they're not saying they were born this way. They were saying that this is the way they identify. Do you see? Mm -hmm. So you can't have it both ways. Even their own movement doesn't make sense. So this is where they move the bar. Well, you can too. You can have your cake and eat it That's too. That's right. It doesn't Come have on, to make sense. None of it has to make sense. Right? Okay, check this out. Um, pedophilia. Now, I'm sitting here looking at the definition of pedophilia. And it is, it's described as sexual perversion in which children are the preferred sexual object. Uh, this was considered by man a psychiatric disorder in which a, an adult has sexual fantasies about or even engages in sexual acts uh, with the prepubescent child. Now, the key word here is, what I see here is the word perversion. Okay. If they try and legalize pedophilia, then the next thing that you will see is them trying to remove the word pedophilia and pedophile. Mm -hmm. So from this, a question was asked earlier, could there be some type of entity? It is definitely, uh, it is definitely a, 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 uh, an entity, uh, a number of entities in so many different areas because now we're seeing that everything that is morally right and everything that is right in the eyes of God is being perverted That's right. by man's government. Amen. So, so there is, uh, there is, there are, there are spiritual entities behind the things that we are seeing. Well, you, you think about the New York Times saying this is a disorder. It's not a crime. And you can see now that that's what they're doing. They're trying to make this not a crime. And that's what's all behind this LGBTQ movement is that nothing sexual is a crime. Now, Doctor, you were telling me about the CNN article. Yeah, there was that CNN article um, where the, the myth of the monster pedophile. So not to be outdone, CNN countered with an article proclaiming that pedophiles are not monsters or social deviants living in the shadows. <laughs> According to CNN... It's high time for society to update its image on, of pedophiles. Oh, we got to update our image. Okay. <laughs> CNN followed up with this article with uh, an even more explicit call for sympathy. Yeah, I feel sorry for them because if they don't repent, they're going to hell. Rather than considering child molesters the lowest of the low, we should reach out to them and seek to understand them, according to CNN 
because they claim one cannot choose uh, not to be a pedophile. That is such a, a false statement. Absolutely. If I am a chronic, hetero, heterosexual chronic abuser and I an adulterer and I, I have it, um, I'm going to go commit adultery to whoever with whoever I want. It is, it's, it's up to whether or not I act on that feeling. So even if you have the feelings, it's whether or not you act on it. And you're supposed to repress those feelings and go to the Lord and ask for strength and forgiveness and come over so so you can over be overcome not be overcome by those feelings you know people are not there i'm sorry show me one stitch of science that shows that there is a genetic link to homosexuality or any of this stuff they don't have there is not one study that's right there's not a gay gene and now the btq part says just like we talked about it's a new religion because you're saying that there's an immaterial entity that somehow is cosmically being put in the wrong body. So if, if there is a God, he's dumb, just gets this wrong sometimes, mm. you know, because they know who they are, and if you don't know who they are, then that you have to comply with this, right? Mm-hmm. But this is against evolution. It's against atheism, right? And it's against the, the, the LG part, being born one way or another. So you can see where, where all this is going, and it really gets down to the, exactly what Dr. Dozier is saying, that this is wickedness and this is something where where we can see where this is going and it is going and in new zealand uh there's a young kid i guess is jacinda ardern's um and again this is a judge declared that a 12 year old is actually able to consent to sex with adults now i'm not kidding that's that's actually what happened and again the guy's 45 year old guy is saying that you know this child came on to him like a grown woman and wanted it. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? And again, the the judge basically comes out, and again, there's a juror involved as well, uh, but he really says that legally a person under age 16 cannot give consent for charges of indecent acts. Therefore, as a jury, all you need to decide is if the indecent acts took place. Then came the kicker. Then judge tells him, but as for sexual intercourse... A person under 16 can give consent. You need to consider whether or not consent was given based upon the evidence that you have. Now, this is ridiculous. If you can't figure out that children can be manipulated and that they're not capable of making their own decisions, if that child came on to him, I can guarantee you one thing. He has been what? Grooming her for a long time. Well, you that's see? a child. The child is not able to give consent. That's right. So the adult has a responsibility to withhold. But not to this judge and not in New Zealand. Well, that's New Zealand. But what did I just read about California? That's what you they just cha- said right they there. They changed the law to so for these younger adults. Well, you think of younger adults, so that's got to be someone in you know, you know, around sixteen to twenty. Right. But they're having probably having sex with but you, someone underneath that age. Right. And that's where they're falling into the category of this uh, of statutory but, rape. But the enragement here has to be that the perpetrator is somehow actually the victim. Did you notice that? Yeah. They can do something to a child. We don't think about the child. Look at the rapes. Look at how many men get away with that, right? It's because they what? Focus on, oh, we don't want to ruin his life. Think about her life. What happens? Alex, what happens to women after they are raped? What goes on there psychologically? 
Well, that's a big question. It is. is. <laughs> but it's that they, when you do this to a woman, you do this to a child, you are destroying who they were. Right. Mm-hmm. You yeah, see absolutely. what I'm saying? You're murdering them. Right. It's such a violation. Yeah, yes. you've destroyed who they were meant but to be. But meanwhile, we're supposed to what? And you know, I'm sorry, but it's the same thing. You know, I, I love watching Shark Week, but I also am get so annoyed because they worship these sharks. I mean, the one predator, it's a predator, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I enjoy watching it, yada, yada, yada. But it's like, they get so excited, get so upset that, that the numbers might go up or down Meanwhile, what about dolphins? <laughs> They're like nice. <laughs> er, yeah. Yeah. There's you, no dolphin week. You know, there's no dolphin week. You know, and yet Why? we could have a relationship. We can Not train. Dolphin week. Same thing. Very little about killer whales. You, know, you see what I'm saying? This is why would they be obsessed with? You know, there's nothing to like about a shark. It just isn't. Well, it's something that's marvelous. It's, cool. it's, it's, cool. it's interesting that you bring that up because in the 60s, in um, I think early 70s, there was that study they did where they put a woman in a house with a dolphin, a male dolphin, and they encouraged her to sexually stimulate him. And, and it was weird. And they they had a house set up like so that he could always be around her. And then at some point they deemed that it was unhealthy and weird. So they... They said, we're done. We're done with that experiment. Do you know what that dolphin did? What? He killed himself. Really? Yes. Oh, come on. I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. He ended up killing himself. Like, and that is a dolphin. That's not a human being. When you, you mess with people like that, right? That, that sort of innocent mind, like a child's, what, what do you anticipate is going to happen after you violate them in such a personal way well you know it goes that's not okay okay. i've had patients i've had um you know patients where they're young adults that that were were sexually abused and they had you know girls and they went into cutting and so forth yes you know and that's you know there's this torment we know it's just disgusting we know families that you know adopted and so on and so forth and virtually everybody in that family was sexually abused in some way and then they all got involved in you know, all kinds of um, drugs, other and drugs, prostitution, prosti- and stripping. Yeah, and the whole thing. Because you, it steals their soul. That's, that's right. right. This that's right. is it's, it's a self worth. It's a shame. It is the, the key here is that God tells us the one who trains the child is the one who determines which way they're going to go, and that's why children have to be protected. They have to be parented, and that's why Satan. We're here. We're queer. We're coming for your children. That's not tongue in cheek. I had somebody say that to me in my office. Really? See, that's not tongue in cheek. That's the truth. And we can see that in their books. We can see that in their curriculum. And this is the part where we say, are we going to let this happen? You were just, say, you were just saying, uh, as the scripture says in Proverbs, train up a child in the way he should go. And when they're old, they won't depart. They'll continue in that way. The people who are now not just attempting, but changing these laws, perverting these laws, were once children. And for them to be where they are now, apparently there are a number of them who were not brought up in the way of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I just want to show you something out of Daniel Mm -hmm. 7, because this is important for the people of God to see. I want to start with verse 21. I'm not going to read a lot of them. It reads, I beheld, and the same horn made war with the saints and prevailed against them until the Ancient of Days came and judgment Mm. was given to the saints of the Most High. 
and the time came that the saints possessed the kingdom. We know that has not come yet, so this is a, uh, you could say, an eschatological prophecy. Thus he said, the fourth beast shall be the fourth king upon earth, which shall be diverse from all kingdoms, and shall devour the whole earth, and shall tread it down and break it in pieces. And so this speaks of the reign of Antichrist. Now notice this, and the ten horns of this kingdom are ten kings that shall arise, and another shall arise after them, and he shall be diverse from the first kings, and shall subdue three kings. Tells us also in Revelation that the kings are there, they're going to give their power over to him. Now, notice this, and he shall speak great words against the Most High, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High, shall wear out, harass constantly, wear away the saints of the Most High, and think to change. Here we go. Think to change or to alter times and laws. Mm. Think to alter mm. times and laws. Put out new decrees as far as the laws that, 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 that are. And we know, we're looking at things now that are taking place that are against the laws of God. He's going to look to change those things. Mm -hmm. Times even speaks of... Uh, it could be holidays, festivals, and different things at different seasons. Oh, he's going like to look Pride to, Month. He's going to look. Yes, and so we're seeing a lot of. And it says, and they shall be Good given into up. his. They shall be given into his hand until time and times and dividing of time. In Hebrew, that's speaking of three and a half years. But that judgment shall not sin. They shall take away his dominion to consume and destroy it until the end. So a lot of the things that are happening. God has given us to Daniel, and uh, even when we look in. Uh, John and, and, and Jesus gave us some things in Matthew 24. Uh, God gave Paul some things. And now we're seeing a lot of things happen. And there are some people who sit back and say, well, the word says these things are going to happen. So, and as I love to say with, with, with Dr. Kevin, even though these things are going to happen, we are still supposed to occupy, do business until he comes. Because it doesn't mean that everybody is going to be subdued we'll overcome him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony mm -hmm. and so we are to endure to the end mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean we just let these things happen with these children and say uh well it says these things are going to happen we are supposed to fight the fight of faith against the things that happen the spirit of god is still here and greater is the one that's in us than the one that is in the world and so this is what we have to look at and the reason i wanted to pop that in is because of uh what's being said in this particular podcast, as well as what we sometimes hear out there. Mm -hmm. And I believe one of the most milquetoast responses that a believer can give mm -hmm. or a leader can give as well, the word says those things are going to happen. And so we just sit. We can't do, well, do no, nothing. Wait, no, wait, uh, don't worry. We're not going to be here. I'm going to be puffed out of here. Uh, no, it's, I agree with you. And I was telling you earlier that, you know, about that uh, documentary we went to go see. Over the weekend, the Essential Church. It's a it's a good movie. Go see it, folks. If you're a Christian, I think you you need to go see it just to remind you that Jesus is on the throne. Yes, He's the King of Kings. He's the only King. The government is not your King. The government does not have reign over the Church. The Church is a separate institution, and our duty is to is to is the Great Commission, and we're good to go and spread the gospel, and we're to stand up for what Jesus stood up for. And if you're not doing that, you need to do it. Well, it's interesting, Alex's story about the, the, the trafficking ring that was in Texas 
Just this last week, we have two Texas teachers that were arrested on the same day on suspicion of child trafficking and other charges. We have a, a ring of over 60 people okay, that were smuggling people out of Cuba. Here we have a communist country. Again, this is where, where they're targeting these people that are in vulnerable situations. Over 60 people were arrested. 5,000 Cuban nationals were involved. Okay, A profit wow. of $50 million a year. And they first joined them into Europe, to Serbia, to Greece, and then into Spain or Italy. Again, look at these destinations, folks. Right, And here we have, this is, this is what we're up against. This stuff is, is happening around the world. This is stuff that's happening in our next, next door woods. We talked about the story about the house next door, how there were all these little rooms up there. And come to find out that was a trafficker that got caught, and that's why the house got stuck in in uh, construction, you know, halfway through. Mm. You know, and here's another slap in the face. When you have Fox News that supposedly, and look at why Tucker's left, look at what he's saying since he's coming out, that we can't just talk about this as differing opinions. We need to talk about this as, this is evil, folks. This is pure, mm -hmm. unadulterated. This isn't another political view. This is evil. And so you start to see that, that, that Fox News is, is will sponsor up to $1,000 if you want to give it to the Satanists. So here, all this these goody two-shoes we get in Fox and find out that they're giving money to the Satanic Temple. Now I that, mean, this is this just, is what we're run up against. Now that, uh, and I'm... And I, my humble, subjective viewpoint, the only reason they're doing this now is because this was exposed. Now they're saying that they're no longer going to do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now because they're caught. But just think about it. There's no way they could do that. Not if they have any kind of conservatism, right? That's right. You know, and, and here's the real bottom line. We have another whistleblower that came out of Project Veritas, and you really have to love these guys, uh, some unsung heroes. But you have some, a lot of whistleblowers are going to them about all kinds of things because they're one of the people that are able to actually get some things out, okay? And, and what they're saying here is that the government is complicit in child trafficking. So here we hear Dr. Dozier's testimony. We hear this, this military Marine. Who was that again, baby, that was on Michael that? Herrera. Michael Herrera. Here we have another, and her name is Tara Lee Rhodes. And she, of course, assisted the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and processing unaccompanied children. And she's basically saying that they actually are using tax dollars to hmm. put children in the hands of criminals that right. were actually part of this handing off. Let's face it, everybody's trying to get rid of these, the, the people that are coming in. So now take this back. What is, what is Sound of Freedom saying? We're saying that these people come here and that this is a destination for them, and we have 85, it's now 85,000, what Alex is saying, 85,000 kids. We know they came in. Think about how many more kids they don't know about. These are kids that came into our country without their parents, and we don't know where they're at. How did they get here? Well, they... they, they, came, they walked by foot from... Well, exactly. So the, they on. had sponsors that were... But they weren't... those. So those sponsors... The, under this administration, don't aren't required to do a DNA test to um, say they're related to them in any way. Under Trump, they were doing some DNA stuff well, to he make was separating sure. Separating them at the border, yeah. right? But now, you know, since then, yeah, eighty five thousand completely lost um, since this administration. Since the two thousand and three, there have been almost three hundred thousand unaccompanied minors who have crossed the border. 
So, and you know, where are they in the system? So this is what Tara is really saying, that the U.S. government is a middleman in a large-scale, yep. multi-million-dollar child trafficking operation. Yes. Now, you ask yourself this question. If the government that did MK Ultra, if the government that had the Tuskegee Institute or the Tuskegee um, experiment. experiment there mm-hmm. on the syphilis project, right? Mm-hmm. You look at what they did to people. Okay, now go back and watch this movie. And again, it's called Drugs as a Weapon Against Us. Now it is liberal, very liberal people that made this. But they, they're saying in this movie that the CIA committed war, okay, went to war against all the liberals in this country and especially the musician, music, <laughs> musicians and activists, but also the everybody in the entertainment industry yeah. by introducing LSD. L- all these psychedelic drugs. But the truth is that that is all completely true. And it did happen, and they document it. But mm. they don't understand that the reason that they did it is that's what actually made their movement. Because when you begin to use pharmacaea, you begin to what? Go down this road. Almost all of everything that we're talking about, the this, the sex, the drugs, the money, it all goes with this, this pharmacaea idea. Once you go down this road, you're opening yourself up to demonic influences. You are lowering your... Pre, your, your ability to control yourself and you're opening yourself up to other voices. And that's why we call them trips. That's right. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you're tripping somewhere you ain't never been before. You're hearing things you never been. Well, and there's demons leading you through these trips, right? right? They're they're in control of those trips. You know, there's a Baptist minister by uh, the name of Billy Crone. And, you know, it's a great story because not many Baptists come out of that. But he was a complete New Ager. He was on the drugs. He was taking trips and out-of-body experiences and these kinds of things. And to see, you know, again, he, some people evangelized him in college. Or I don't know if it was college, but they evangelized him. And that was what saved his life. Mm-hmm. You know, calling out to God because these places were starting to go bad. So here we have a movie that documents how the CIA was specifically introducing the drug culture to America. And we know as Christians that when they introduced pharmacaea, they were introducing witchcraft to America. Mm-hmm. So you see, you know, look at where this has gone. We have multiple states that are arguing to be able to kill a baby after it's born. Why is it hard to believe that there's pedophilia here? We have mm-hmm. Satanists arguing that there's, there's a religious right to have an abortion. Why is it so hard to believe in sound of freedom? Okay, you have YouTubes that are telling you how to sacrifice your abortion to Satan. And TikToks. And yeah. TikToks. Yeah. Why is it so hard to believe that kids are being sex trafficked? Okay, your bottom line is we are the number one viewer and now looking like a number one destination. Well, we're also the number one producer of rape. Um, child rape material. And remember, yeah. we have this law that year. Dr. Dennis brought up, okay? But we also know that in California, sex trafficking is a misdemeanor. I can't mm-hmm. actually imagine yep. a more horrific crime mm. because you probably kidnapped these children and now you're pimping them out. How is it a misdemeanor? But it is in California. Yeah, they just passed it. There's like they they, they continued laws, it on yeah. to be to to be a misdemeanor. Misdemeanor. Yeah. You know, you, you got so many witnesses in the world here today. You know, you look at Alex Jones, and when he saw, you know, what he saw in person at Bohemian Grove, that's one of the reasons he started his whole thing. You know, so mm-hmm. we have so many witnesses in the world today that that really talk about this. You know, can you uh, enlighten the audience on what uh, Alex Jones witnessed? 
Well, he well, went to Bohemia Grove. Yeah, he and, went to Bohemian Grove, and he he found out that it was real, and he saw the, the sacrifices there, and the, he would confront some of the people that he, he actually, he actually were there. He actually you know, filmed it. Yeah, he did. That was back, that was back, like, back in the early 2000s. You know, I was looking at some of it. And I want to remind you guys about the Pakistan Dream Center. You know, we had Dr. Roger Burt on here, and he is telling you how these children are being... Uh, caught and detained and and kidnapped and put down into these mines as slaves, and it it's just an unimaginably they never see the light of day and how many of them he's rescued and That's this horrible. is of course you know in Pakistan you know in California we have kids that are now saying they can be emancipated if you're if their parents won't go along yeah, with 12. their 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 new preferred pronoun. They can emancipate themselves at 12. You start to see what's happening here. And in case you just can't get a grip on this, I, I again, you can see I am on a tear. Because if you've been watching what's happening, I'm going to go back to a 60 Minutes episode back it's in 19, know, hey? 1989. And this is a 15-year-old girl, one of the most documented cases in the world and if it makes it on 60 minutes you can get an idea but her grandmother trafficked her in satanic ritual abuse okay and she of course talked about all the things that they made her do and i recommend you go back and watch that and this is 1989 she had uh some of her children that she had when she some was a minor were abortioned yeah. or she delivered them and then were taken from her uh, she talks about all of the things that were happening there. And they checked her medically and they said she, in fact, had had several abortions mm. and pregnancies. Yeah, for somebody so young. Wow. Yeah. You see, so this is real. This is no joke. We see it in our Bible with ch Satan, satanic child sacrifice, and we are seeing a modern revival of all of this to use and abuse children. And again, you go back to, we don't want to be like Hezekiah. Say, well, we get to eat and drink. It's just our it's just our descendants that will be completely in captivity by Babylon. Babylon is Satan's city, right? Mm -hmm. That's what happened. Jerusalem is God's mm -hmm. city. And you start to see here that that's what's being happened. We are eating and drinking while our descendants, our children, are being sold into slavery. We have a whole new kind of slavery happening. And there will be a whole new world of victims. But again, this is what our Bible said. We have this entity, the Ten Kings. The United Nations is divided into ten regions. Mm -hmm. Did you know that? This is the beast that's coming into the world and is planning to do exactly what the Bible says. And you know, I was a young man when a guy got up and he talked about how prophetic and how... The, the really the Nazis and even Hitler just fit the idea of this beast government that was coming and even the Antichrist. Mm -hmm. And after you hear 30 minutes, you think to yourself, wait a minute, did I get this story wrong? Because he did such a good job. You were almost convinced it had to be them. But mm -hmm. then he stands up and says at the end, but it wasn't to be because a generation of people stood up and said, not on our watch. Yeah, but that's not now. It isn't, and that's, that's what I'm saying. Problem. But that's you. It isn't about them. It's about you. They it's about you up. right now. It's yeah. about you. It's about me. Mm -hmm. Who are we? Go what are, are we, we going to do? Stand up. What are you ask. going to do? Yeah. Right. We know what the church did when all those people were being 
carted in the chain, you know, in the train. The German bo- church, that's why. They, uh, they sang louder. That's why. So they didn't hear the cries. Eric McTaxis came out with that book, yep. A Letter to the American Church, because he sees the similarities of what happened in the German church before Auschwitz and stuff, and how the same same things happened in our time with the American church. And the American church has fallen asleep and has not stayed its duty. Like I said earlier, the church is a separate institution that needs to keep the government in check. And if they don't keep the government in check, the government will become evil and do what That's it's right. doing. You know, and John, John, um, John Henry said that when the people forget God, tyrants forge their chains. That's right. That's right. And that's what's happening now. Right. And, and you have to realize that their religion, whether it's evolution or the idea that suddenly people are all of a sudden being born in the wrong bodies, that's a religion. And you, do, you, need to, you don't need to stand against them. You need to stand for Jesus. Yes. You need to stand for what's right. Their religion, their metaphysical beliefs are no more important than yours. But your children are. Right. This produces a crime to these children. They are completely making about what? The perp. Mm-hmm. It's the perp. He's just so hurt. We need to really understand him. No, we don't. We understand our Bible says that there is evil and that there is good. And that we need to stand for the Lord. And if you can't stand up for your children... America is lost. This one issue will determine which way America goes in history. If this isn't the wake-up call to our hearts, what could wake you up? It's a good question, Doc. What, what will wake, wake us up? Why, why are we so asleep? Well, we're going to have on Protect Our Children Project, um, hopefully in a, one of the few episodes, to talk about how they have really been able to change what's happening here in Florida and actually get people elected, right? And to change policies. And we can make a difference. You can make a difference. And you can do this by letting people know what's in our textbooks, letting people know what's behind all of this stuff. So we do hope to get to some conclusions. And I do believe that uh, lightning strike here in Florida, that's prophetic. <laughs> it came at the right time. Jeez Louise, I was like, what is that? So that's it. I ranted so hard. But you can see this is this is it for me. This is... This is the litmus test. If this doesn't wake you up, where do we go from here? Well, it's so obvious. Yet it's just you guys hear the rain put down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, forty million people enslaved, right? Um, not all of them sex trafficked, right? About half of them sex trafficked, and twenty percent of them are children. That's a huge number. That's still what is it? Four million children. Um, it, but we're talking just slaves, uh, labor. Um, like you said, working in mines, never seeing the light of day. That should, that should scare people to pay attention, to look around, yeah. see what you can do to help. So we really should end this podcast by praying yeah, for the children. Yep. Because God's children are not for sale. Amen. Amen. Dr. Dozier, I know you're fermenting on something over there. Hey, I was just looking at... <clears throat> And both biblically and uh, what we see in, as you could say, uh, secular history, I've looked at the rise and fall of nations. And many times the fall is due to uh, chaos, immorality, uh, 
and other areas. But God always keeps a remnant. Amen. I believe that America is rapidly moving towards being that remnant that remains. Mm. When it comes to our military and every other area, we're, we're rendering ourselves incapable of defending this nation against anyone or even helping others. Even around the world, we're being, we're being looked at in a way in which we haven't been looked at in perhaps nearly 100 years. And I do not mean in a favorable, a favorable light. And when you get to that point, and there is a, you're falling and there's assault. The question is, who is there to come to your aid? Mm -hmm. And truth, there's no earthly entity mm. that can, when God brings about that judgment. I, I looked at what happened with Judah. But then God did spare. There were some, some of the poor were left behind in the land to be vine dressers and what have you. Even Jeremiah, because of his faithfulness, was given the option by the Babylonians to stay or go. And he chose to stay. The leaders and all destroyed. Nebuchadnezzar, uh, excuse me, Zedekiah's eyes being plucked out before his eyes were plucked out. His sons being killed before him. I always believe you can turn. But I also believe that a nation can so harden itself against God until the only thing that waits for it is judgment. But even if that comes upon America, the people of God do not have to see themselves, do not have to see themselves as doomed. As long as you're a child of God, you'll never be doomed. That's right. Amen. You'll be kept. You'll be provided for. You'll be protected. Be it you make you remaining through something, or you leaving here and going to be with the Lord, you will be kept. And so the thing is, to stay stay at fast in the faith. And those of us who are on the front lines, those of us who are fighting, and I pray that you would do the same as well. Those of us who are fighting, even though we know that, we're not going to give up. We're going to keep on fighting. And we, we're going to keep on believing that God will spare people if they will seek his face and turn from their wicked ways. Mm. Amen. Amen. And that's, we Amen. need that word to, yeah. no matter what is coming, we have to have our answer. Yeah. And that we have put our trust in him. Mm. And you think about Paul, all the things that he did and that he said, you know, but he said that he was, was thankful that he ran the race. That's right. And you have a race, and I believe that that race is to stand for Jesus, no matter what happens around you. And we're going to pray for you to stand, and we're going to pray for these children. And uh, Dr. Dozier, just go ahead and lead us out. Father, we bless you, we thank you, and we honor you. Doing this podcast was one, and I, I know sometimes we, we have a little humor and a little laughter, but today... That just was not possible because this matter is, it is so serious. It is so profound. Uh, so many wicked things are happening. So many godly thing, ungodly things are happening. So many young people are being hurt. And so many people, Lord, who are trying to stand in the gaps for these people uh, are being persecuted or going through other things. 
Well, we, but we believe, Lord, that all you have to do is say one word. All you have to do is move one finger. And all of this can cease. All of this can be changed. We believe, Lord God, that your anointing flowing through your people can make a difference in any situation. And we just pray, Lord God, that your might, your hand, and your power will be upon us, Lord. And even the words that we speak when we open our mouths, oh Lord, that you will give us that which we need to say. And once again, we pray for those children. We pray for the families of those children. And I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that you will grant them peace and tranquility. Lord, I pray that the snare that the enemy looks to set against your people and the young ones, that you would turn that very snare mm. on the one who is setting the snare mm. so that they will know not to work wickedness in your sight. Mm. And we do thank you and give you honor, glory, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 God bless you guys.